Welcome back. You are not Mr. Marvels. Marvels looks different this week. Come say hi. Kermit is, has positioned his body on this tiny little pillow. Okay, I knew I couldn't trust you to stay up there. You acted like you wanted to come up here so bad and Kermit, sit on the table and have your own like special so, little Kermit, moment. you're acting like someone who wakes up and doesn't read the skim. Wow, really? Did you use that as a segue, really? Welcome back to the Jenna Julian Podcast. This episode is brought to you by The Skim. It's a newsletter that's completely free right in your inbox every morning with all the top news stories that you need to know to go about your day and be uh, educated beast. Go to The Skim, that's T-H-E-S-K-I-M-M dot com slash Jenna Julian, enter your email and subscribe. Also guys, Squarespace, if you're building the website, do it with Squarespace. They make it incredibly easy. What are you looking at? They have amazing customer support and right now you get 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. When you go to squarespace.com slash Jenna Julian or click the link below. Also, me undies. Put some me undies on your bum. You won't regret it. They're the best underwear I've ever put on, and I love them. We both love them. They just sent us uh, Star, Wars Star Wars onesies. onesies. Yeah, very cool. So cute. Go to me undies, M E U N D I E S dot com slash Jenna Julian, and you get 15% off your first pair and free shipping. Thank you, sponsors. This is not Mr. Marbles, in case you're wondering, if you're watching and not listening. This is Kermit. She's a specimen. Are you happy, bud? You finally get it to be all about you. It's all about you. It's all about you. Bunny's sitting quietly in the corner. Again. Bunny is doing so well. She's sitting right here. Uh, We're back from vacation. We're back, beach. We made it. I know. I've put up a video, and so has Julian so far. And we have streamed, so you know, I know you guys know that we're back. We've been it's back. It's our first podcast back. Yeah. Which, by the way, like, I, it was super confusing, and it's, like, our fault. But I didn't expect it to be as confusing as it was. So, like, we record the podcast on Thursday slash Friday, mostly Thursdays. And then the following Monday, it goes up. So before we left for vacation, we recorded our last podcast and then we're on vacation and a podcast goes live and you guys are there. We got so many comments and tweets that are like, you guys didn't have to do this while you're on vacation. Like, yeah. thank you. I didn't know you were going to. And I'm like, damn it. We timed it wrong. And so then, then we the week the after week when off, we're back, yeah. we don't have a podcast up. So it's kind of hard sometimes to schedule that because, you know, like we, we can't really podcast like weeks in advance. Otherwise, sometimes it doesn't make sense. Yeah, no, sometimes it doesn't make sense. We have done are, it. Sometimes it works. We sometimes have done it's it. It's like weird. We have, but also I think the last time we did that, we weren't streaming on Twitch. You yeah. guys talk to us every day. Yeah. So it's like, you know when shit's old or whatever. Yeah. Um, but anyway. I just like the comments that were like, our parents went out of town, but y'all left us pizza money. That's <laughs> so funny. In regards to us putting up a podcast. Yeah. But yeah. Um, we're back from vacation. How was your vacation, Julian? My vacation was good. It was a, it was totally a new experience, I think, for both of us. Uh, but at least, like, oh, yeah. This is not supposed to be on. At least for me, like, I've never done anything like that. So it was really relaxing. And it was nice to just kind of, you know, get into, like, our own little routine. We went to Maui, by the way. Um, it was my first time in Hawaii. Your second. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, I've only been to Oahu before, and I went for a marine ball. Back in the day, it was like a thing to ask people to go to your marine ball or your army, whatever. You know, they have formal like dances. Yeah, to ask celebrities like 
Mila Kunis and somebody asked Justin Timberlake. So yeah. I was super flattered. Um, a kid named Danny asked me to go to his Marine ball with him via the YouTube. F- and I was like, of course I'll go with you. And he yeah. was like, I'm in Hawaii. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I already said yes, but I'm super down. Yeah. So I went to Oahu. I went to Waikiki. And then this was my first time on another island in Hawaii. And we went to Maui. Mm-hmm. And we did not go to a Marine ball. No. We stayed at a resort and we just chilled. I mean, it was it was nice. Like, we uh, we found about like a mile, a little less than a mile away from our resort, there was like this walk that we would take to this little shopping center where it had like a burger joint that had a Beyond Burger, which kind of saved us because you'd be surprised. It's like at at a resort kind of environment, it's a little hard to find food for us. Well, yeah, I mean, that's true of anywhere. I think that's we stayed I mean, at like one of the general. places that had the most options for us as well. But, um, you know, vegan and gluten-free is a tall order for anywhere. So Even we, just vegan, but yeah. Yeah, we did end up, you know, getting some groceries and bringing them back to our hotel room and eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Yeah, we um, did it to them. I think something that I learned, because you guys know we don't really take vacations. I mean, we might do like a weekend in Big Bear, like a couple days. And we mm-hmm. usually take the dogs. It's usually somewhere we can drive and we're with the dogs and it's just, you know, not a long period of time. So that was the, f- the first time that wasn't Christmas and New Year's that we've taken time off. And even in Christmas and New Year's, we're either traveling to go see my family or they're they're all here. And we're full-time babysitters. (laughs) Yeah. And for for those of you that have families know that sometimes spending time with your family isn't really a vacation. No. It was the first time that we've really taken, you know, just a dedicated week off, which to me, the most important thing was to take a week off of work. And, you know, sometimes I take off my radio show or we've taken off podcasts in the past, but to have an entire week dedicated to nothing but just like enjoying life and, you know, removing yourself from your current location where we live and work at home. So it does, you know, it gets kind of, it's wild. It's the dream. I love living and working at home. It's my favorite thing. I love being with the dogs all day. That's like all I want in life. But um, I think years just go by without you ever taking time for yourself as a person or as two people, you know, just, just friends and like going and having some time for yourselves and not having to work. And it was really, I don't know. We never, ever, ever do that. And it felt really good. Yeah. It it literally years do go by and they did go by. And like, where am I? How old am I? What am I doing? I know you like to step on keyboards, but don't step on this keyboard. (laughs) You will be in trouble. That's what he does to me when I'm gaming. I walk on your keyboard now. Yeah. There was like a period when we got there where I feel like we both were kind of just like, okay, now what? Yeah, what do we do? <laughs> you know, like, because we're so used to when we travel, like, all right, what are, what are we here for? Who yeah, we, we gotta, have some, we, gotta go see? we have work to do when we yeah. travel. What? Where's the event? Like, where's Rome? Like, we kind of like the first day and a half, two days, we were like kind of dealing with that. We were like, okay, there's nothing to do. We just got to relax. I was okay with that. You, on the other hand. I struggled with it. Yeah. And which is should be no surprise to most of you guys who know me. Okay, there's no more bed. I don't know what you're digging for. This is it. He's going to turn around. Just let him do his thing. Oh, good Dogs are weird, man. Um, Yeah, like, I was like, you know, I was struggling with, like, slowing down everything. Right? Like, for me, a day off or, or like, a a relaxing day, I wouldn't call it a vacation, but, like, a day off of, of, you know, in my mind is, like, 
you eat good food, you watch some TV, you play some video games, but at no point are you like doing nothing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You're not like sitting on the beach or in the pool looking out in the beach with a drink in your hand. Like even just like the, the vacation sort of behavior was new to me. Mm-hmm. So I had to like adjust to it. But once I did, I was like really enjoying myself. Mm-hmm. And I think that like it was nice. I mean, I wouldn't say that the people who were staying at the same resort as us were anything like us. But it didn't matter because we were kind of just like keeping to ourselves and we would go out to dinner sometimes or we would eat in sometimes. So we would go out to the pool sometimes or we would just take a walk sometimes. And it's like, I just think that the best part of the vacation was getting to just like be away from our normal situation, but like be with you and like just hang. I think something that I knew about myself but got reconfirmed on the vacation is that I am so good at doing nothing. I am my one of my many talents you know, is just, I am incredible at wasting time. Incredible at it. I can kill fucking hours in the blink of an eye. I can do nothing so hard, so much. I do not care. And I said to Julian too, you know, before we went on this vacation, like, I don't care if all we do is sit in the hotel room and not work. That's, I just want to make sure that we get this week to like not, you know, be doing a million things. Yeah. And I can waste so many hours. I can waste them. Some of those days, man, flew by. It was like, wow, I really fucking wasted this whole day. <laughs> that was I'm not so the case good for at, I am so good at yeah. it. Yeah. And you're over there like every hour is like crawling by. You're like, what is this? Nothing. What is this? Well, I, yeah. I mean like, well, okay. So I got food poisoning while we were out in Hawaii. and Which is crazy because we've traveled to a lot of places and neither of us have gotten really sick. And yeah, of course it happened traveling. on a vacation. Yeah. I got violently ill. Um, I was throwing up for like five hours straight. I thought we were going to get a noise complaint. It started at four in the morning, Julian throwing up because he had eaten something the night before. So you were, I woke up at four in the morning and you, Julian, when he throws up, when he throws up, he's also yelling at the same time. I don't know how to throw up without yelling. I think, I think that's (laughs) how. The loudest thing I have ever fucking heard. I'm pretty sure that's how you throw up. I do not yell when I throw up. Well, you're just like not that there's anything wrong with throwing up. Yeah, I just I don't. I haven't thrown up in years. Not come with, but oh, no, I do not yell when I throw up. You yell. I, I it is scream so vomit. loud. But it's um, it's a very visceral experience for me. I don't really know that I'm yelling. I just like afterwards, I know that I yelled. <laughs> so but anyway, rewind, it. rewind a little bit, right? So we were, uh, we went out to dinner. So it kind of sucks, right? Like we found this restaurant. That was really accommodating. They had a whole bunch of gluten-free options, vegan options. It was great. It was a beautiful Italian restaurant, like really good yeah. food. So we went there once and we were we had our minds blown by this like arrabbiata pasta. We were like, oh my God, it was so good. Yeah. So then we went again, pushed our luck, and I got a pizza this time, which I didn't get the first time. And I'm pretty sure that's what got me sick. Uh, something in the pizza, like my body rejected and it. And it, it was just marinara sauce. It was and just marinara tomato sauce. And no basil. cheese, yeah. But th- there's also a chance that it was one of the drinks I got that had something yeah. in there. Who knows? Because I was drinking mojitos the whole day and night, which I'm probably never going to drink a mojito again. But you weren't that. throwing up from alcohol. Like the, no, this no, wasn't no, no, like no. a heat. It was nothing like it throwing up from over drinking. I've yeah. done that, but it's it was nothing like that. In fact, I went to bed pretty sober. Yeah. Um, 
But anyway, yeah, we pressed our luck. I'm pretty sure it was the pizza I took home. Um, woke up for him, vomited for five hours till like 9, 10 a.m. Went to the urgent care. Yeah, I was like, we got to go somewhere. Because I, I took a gym, I mean, threw it up. I'm like, I can't even keep anything down. I know, I was trying everything. And it got to the point where I was starting to feel like I was just slowly dying, you know, because you can't <laughs> like ingest anything and you're mm-hmm. just like draining your body. So we went to urgent care. They were incredible, like the best urgent care I've ever been to. They gave me a, a Zofran. As soon as I walked in, they were like, here, this will help you with your nausea. And it did. And they gave me Pedialyte pops. They were very, very good. Um, and then the rest of the day, I was just kind of resting. And we yeah. kind of, that was like a, we scrapped that day for the vacation, mm-hmm. which. Well, because we went to bed at like one and then you started throwing up at like 4 a.m. So we only got we like exhausted. a few hours of sleep. And then from 4 a.m. until we went to urgent care at like 11 a.m., you were sick and throwing up and scream vomiting. So I was throwing up. You no don't one was sleeping anywhere near scream. Anywhere near us in the hotel, no one was sleeping. Fuck and then em. we went to urgent care. We were there for several hours. And then we came home. So then we took a nap that afternoon. And yeah. Yeah. It definitely took an entire day. But then we didn't really drink anything for the rest of the trip. Yeah. I only that was I only recently drank like a couple days ago for the first time since that happened. Yeah. I, it was it was kind of gnarly. Like I was... Yeah, it was really bad. Especially because I didn't know what exactly what it was. So yeah. I was like, I'm, not, I'm just going to not do a lot of stuff to my body for a couple of days. Um, but yeah, my, anyway, like that was a day that we had to spend doing that. But then the next day we took a car, we rented a Jeep and we that went up to Haleakala, yeah. which was really cool. We drove all the way up to the, the peak, which is 10,000 feet above mm-hmm. sea level. You're above the clouds. It was fucking beautiful. Watch sunset up there. That was the best day for me because we, like, listen, okay, we stayed at a really nice place in uh, Maui. And when we were there, I think there's a lot of people that really enjoy that. You know, like people that love cruise ships, people that love like big hotels where you walk down, you get dressed up and people buy lots of clothes for the vacation to like, you know, it's a whole thing. Yeah. And they go eat at the really nice seafood and steak restaurants and, you know, they get really nice breakfast by the beach. Like it's a whole thing that people really like. But for me, something that I found was kind of difficult was when you're alone as much as we are, like we're here in this house together and, you know, we play video games with our friends online, but like we go to the gym, we see our trainer and uh, you go to jujitsu, but like we're not really interacting person to person a ton with other people. And to go from a space where you're like mostly alone all the time, even though a lot of people see you, to a place where you're surrounded by people constantly really doesn't feel like a vacation you know it like Especially somehow when, feels like we're at the dmv all the time i'm like oh my god this it's fucking crazy down there dude it's wild there's so many people yeah especially when i kind of feel like everyone around us was very different than us in a way of like their lifestyle is just nothing like ours yeah um, i don't want to get dressed up on vacation i want to wear my pajamas yeah. and like do nothing. Yeah. I, like, I, I think the the culture of where we were, not I'm not talking about Hawaii, I'm talking about the culture of like the resort, mm-hmm. was very much like, you know, wear your good clothes and walk around and be a fancy person. Yeah. And we did our best to try and find a place that would be good for us to stay. But like, it's a good learning experience about us that like, I am not, have never been and will never be a person that likes to relax dressed up. Just no. <laughs> no yeah and like that uh, you're like that's sort I'm of i'm not a fancy people with your fancy things i'm not i need to go be in my pajamas 
that's like one example of the behavior, but it's more of like a symbol for the whole culture, right? Of like of the, the resort. Of the resort life. Right, not Hawaii. Not Hawaii at all. I'm talking yeah. about like resort life anywhere. Right. But like the dressing up for breakfast and relaxing dressed up. Dude, is, it was like 7 a.m. and there's people. It's like a perfect like, example. Oh my God. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? What, what is going on? Like, I just want to wear my stupid sneakers and my little shorts and my tank top and just like have a good time. And we felt, it felt out of place, you know? Yeah. It felt was, way too casual. And I was like, there was. This is vacation. We met one guy <laughs> who I really enjoyed talking to at the pool. He was really cool. He's from, oh, Boston. from Boston. Same and, age as me. Yeah. And we talked for like an hour. And just he was there on his the honeymoon. Pool. He was there on his honeymoon. Yeah. But like, I felt like that was the only time where we kind of felt like we had anything in common with someone. Yeah. Because the rest of the time you're around a lot, a lot of them, the people at the resort are much older than us and they're retired or whatever. And they're yeah. just on their well, vacation. Well, aside and, from the people that were obviously there as couples, you know, going. For on. sure. For sure. Um, yeah. And it's, it was just like. Yeah, there was one moment where you felt like, oh, we met someone we you know can talk to and yeah. at least have a conversation with. But the, for the rest of it, was like, we just keep to ourselves, yeah. you know. And well, there's nothing wrong this, with that. That's but. just the particular place that we stayed because for we sure. walked past plenty of other places that didn't seem like that at all. Yeah, yeah. And Which I is really, also Hawaii is beautiful. It's amazing, and the the humidity like just made you realize just how fucking dry it is here. I know, it feels how so much we just drying out. We're just drying out, Julian. Dude, you wake up, you go outside, and you your skin feels good. <laughs> oh, your skin good, feels so and good. Just, like hair's a little moist and curly, yeah. and you're just like, oh, I'm on an island, baby. It was nice though. Like there are things like that. Remembering how it feels to walk around outside, yeah. Feeling the sun, like you know, walking around your flip flops, really the nice. soft sand on the beach, stuff like that. Really like nice. and oh, and the Jenna was you were losing your mind over the landscaping and all those things that could grow in, in an environment like all that. All the plants that people pay such good money for here and on the internet, they're just growing in the ground. Yeah. They were amazing. Um, but yeah, I think the best day that we had was the day that we rented a car and we got to go do our own thing. And I think in the future, you know, if we take another vacation, it probably, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with Hawaii. Like I'd love to go back sometime, but like we'll probably do something you know, that makes more sense for us because, you know, we don't, we can't go down to the nice restaurant and like eat a nice dinner there. So there's nothing for us there to eat. Yeah. Like God forbid we, we rent a Airbnb. We don't have some of the amenities that a beautiful hotel offers you, but like we just cook pad thai every night and do our own thing. It's probably a vacation that makes more sense for us in the future. For sure. And it was, I feel like it was a super important first step as adults and people who, who can do a better job of maintaining their sanity while working a lot. Yeah, sometimes we're bad about it. Sometimes yeah. we're bad. Yeah, and we, we don't did take it. enough breaks. We did it. We did a really important thing. We took a vacation yeah. and it was for the most part, really great. And I'm happy we did it. And yeah, we'll learn from it and make our next vacation even better and doper. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But I do think it's, I I always felt, I guess, in my mind, like I just like worked through everything. Like I would just push through, you know, a lot of time and it felt like I would take breaks because, you know, I would have a, a day off of my radio show because we're traveling to go do this other thing. And so, you know, I just sort of, push through the whole year to get to those two weeks of Christmas and New Year's. Mm -hmm. And then those two weeks come and it really doesn't feel like a vacation at all. And, uh, I don't know, just, I think years went by like that. And I, I don't think that there's anything selfish about taking time for yourself. Whereas I used to think it was something really 
selfish, you know, and yeah. I, I don't think it's selfish and I think it's important. Yeah. And that, that week really did a lot, you know, and I, I think we should keep doing it. I think anyone should do it for sure. You know? Yeah. Cause I also remember too, like when I was a bartender and uh, I was picking up crazy hours and I was just working so much and I had so many jobs and the woman who trained me, my, like my manager, she was like, you know, what are you doing for the holidays? Like uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas and stuff. And I was like, well, I'm going to be here. You know, I can work any shifts. You want me to work and blah, blah, blah. Which is the shift that no one wants to work. Exactly. And she she looked at me and she was like, you know, you got to take some time off. And I was like, I, I really can't afford it. You know, like I have to work. You know, I need these shifts. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, but family's really important. And like years go by, like years go by. I'm looking at her and she's like in her mid forties. And yeah. she's like, listen to me. Like I was that girl that worked through all of the, every holiday and everything. And you just like, you miss out on so much life where like, yeah, you need that money, but you also need to see your family or yeah. like you need to spend time with your loved ones and you need to take time for yourself. Yeah. And it's hard sometimes when you can't, financially afford to do that totally for so many reasons yeah. but like it's it, i did i i think i wound up taking off like a day or something yeah. in there because it just i don't know when somebody sort of says that to you you're like fuck man okay yeah. Yeah. you're right i'm missing out on my life yeah i mean that's that's very wise and i feel like it always it, uh, it will apply to a person at any stage in their life like in some way right no matter what carrot is in front of you, whether mm -hmm. it's like you can get these shifts and make more money to be better off, or it's like, whatever, any situation, there's an option to take route A and work your ass off and not pay attention to anything else or B and slow down and look at life and yeah. have some time with people and whatever. So it's, that's super important. It really is. Mm -hmm. That's a, that's a good memory to have. I feel like, cause that's, that's the sort of thing that just sticks with you. Yeah. Yeah. It really does. You know what else sticks with you? Don't me undies. do something Through weird. thick and thin, MeUndies are there for you, okay? I took like so many pairs of MeUndies on vacation <laughs> and I spent so much time just on our little hotel balcony in nothing but my MeUndies, just looking at the Hawaii this sun is true. and the sunset. You did do this. <laughs> you got to be bottomless to get to the top, but bottomless Man. still means you have some MeUndies on, okay? Take off your pants when you get it. You get home, take off your pants relax that's why there's always pants and socks all over our couch and our downstairs you got to be bottomless he to just to the top. takes his pants off all the time yeah because i want to just wear my meandies i know that you can put your pants on the stairs or something no i'm gonna leave them here <laughs> <laughs> me undies are three times softer than cotton uh, made of micro modal fabric they have new prints coming out all the time uh, they have onesies, which are the most comfortable onesie that you've ever tried, I promise. And they have socks, bralettes, a whole line of stuff. I'm telling you, it is so worth it. We love that. We love them like crazy. Um, also, if you would like a gift for you and yours, they do couples pairing uh, of MeUndies where you can get uh, matching underwear, which is really cool. It's like such a cool gift for you and yours. Um, but right now, go to MeUndies.com slash Julian. Get 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, or click the link down below. You will not be sorry, I promise. Also, guys, check out the skim. It's completely free. It is a really, really cool service. Sends a newsletter to your inbox and your email every morning with all the news that you need. It's like all the top headlines, no nonsense, no BS, you know? It just tells you what you need to know to be educated, and it's free. 
So go to theskim.com, T-H-E-S-K-I-M-M.com. That's two M's, slash Jen and Julian. So you enter your email. And when you use that URL, you enter for a chance to win a $250 Visa gift card. Okay? So whether you want to know about Game of Thrones or, I don't know, real life news that's going on in the world that you really should be educated on, the skim will be there for you, helping you out. Stay in the know with the skim. And also, guys, Squarespace, if you're looking to build a website, do with Squarespace. They make building a website so incredibly easy and smooth, and they have 24-7 award-winning customer support at any point in the website building process. If you need someone to guide you through something, the customer support is there for you. Use that for real. Like, test it out. Use that customer support. It is very, very nice and helpful. Uh, they also have live chats and webinars, live webinars on Squarespace to show you how to do different things. You can customize your website with all sorts of templates, mobile, different templates, desktop, tablet, online stores, shops, fonts, colors, whatever you want it to be, you can make it, dream it, do it with Squarespace. Go to squarespace.com slash Jenna Julian for 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain, or you can just check out their free trial service if, uh, if you'd like to do that as well. Click the link below to get started. Thank you, sponsors. What were you doing with his arm? I was kissing his hand. I will say one thing that, I mean, I know this about myself because I'm just like, we had a moment of conversation when we were hanging out and talking by the beach when we were talking about friends and like, you know, who you rely on for your emotional support and that kind of thing. And I I know about myself that I rely so heavily on, for my emotional needs on the dogs. Yeah. How difficult it is for me to not have any animal interaction mm-hmm. for a week. Just like I talk to them, like not in a, uh, I'm telling you my problems, just talking at them mm-hmm. in the most obnoxious voice. I need their love. I need something to like take care of, you know, it's like, it's really difficult for me to not have that, you know? Yeah. I kind of feel like every dog in some way is a therapy dog. Because in, in a way, like... Unless you're me, then you're Karma's therapy person. No, but they're your therapy dogs. I mean, you literally just described the therapy dog. Yeah. Like you get to have this release of talking to them or touching them or holding them, and it helps you. It helps me a lot, personally, yeah. yes. And we went a week without dogs. We didn't meet a cat, a feral cat. It just ran up to me. I was so excited. On our last day, we were playing chess on the giant chessboard, and all of a sudden, this cat just comes out of the bushes and starts running at me. I'm like, oh my God, it's like you knew I needed you today. Yeah, we were like, we were actually just talking about how much we missed, not even our dogs, just dogs. Just any dog. We I'll just take missed any dogs. dog. And a cat runs up to this little courtyard that we're on. And of course, Jenna like walks over to it and is like, hey, baby, come here. And the thing like rolls on its side and is like, okay, pet me now. Like the, it was a really sweet cat. She was yeah. really willing to like be loved. I needed that though. Yeah. I really needed that. We spent like a couple hours with her. I know. Well, because I don't know. I, I'm not a person that needs like, I confide in you. Like I talk to my mom, you know, I don't need like a million friends I'm pretty like independent and self-sufficient very, in that way. But like I do, I absolutely, this type of relationship is something that fulfills me a lot and not in, I know it's like a meme or like a joke, but like I'm actually, and I think there's people that exist that it just like, you know, when you talk about a crazy cat lady that just has like 50 cats, 
But yeah. like, that's a funny joke. But like, that woman is happy. Yeah. You know, maybe yeah. not 50, whatever the legal amount is to have. But like, that, it feels really good. And for some people, it's just like, I don't know, it's just a thing. That's yeah. what I feel like. And when I don't have that for a week, it feels like an eternity. And I feel like a part of me just like isn't happy. Yeah. My mom knew that about me when I was little too, which is why she wouldn't let me get a dog or a cat, but she would always let me have like a gerbil or a hamster or something because I just like it, it does a lot for me. You are a person that needs, needs that for sure. I need that it. makes sense. Yeah. I mean, you, you need it. And then you also have this like urge to take care of it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just like mother things to death. I just want mother you to death. Yeah. But let's talk about Bunny. Because yeah, how's, she's, how's Bunny doing? I know I gave like, you know, a, a two second update in my video and we talked a little bit on stream, but we went to go pick her up at her foster home, which again, that man is a saint. He he was taking care of multiple greyhounds. <laughs> he had what, four when she was there? His yeah, two, he his then he two. had one named Tom. Then he had Tom and Bunny. By the way, I'm learning, you know, and I, I know this is probably a, a customized or unique circumstance for everyone who has a foster pet mm-hmm. uh, or, who, or who adopted a pet from a foster home or whatever. But I'm realizing that that guy is going to be playing a pretty decently sized role in our and our dog's life. Yeah. And it's pretty special it's to, really to special. have that relationship. Yeah, yeah, it's really special. Yeah. I know Jeff's dog, Jolene, is like that too, because I'm always like, Jeff, if you ever need someone to watch Jolene, just let me know. And he's always like, yeah, her foster mom's taking her. I'm like, fuck, she always wins. <laughs> she yeah. always wins. Because they, well, they love they love Everyone, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, when you have a dog that's like, and her foster dad has sort of expressed that about her, that she's just like really sweet and really wonderful. And if you're a, you're fostering dogs and you have a dog like that, you, you sort of can only hope that they are like, you want to watch her for a little? Because mm-hmm. then you don't ever really say goodbye. Yeah. You know, you get the best of both you worlds. You say, see you later. Exactly. See you in the next time. Yeah. Um, So it was a little, we were a little scared, obviously, to pick her up because the first two weeks that we had her were hard and like difficult. And that's when all of the, everything was just, every day, every hour was a lot. It was really difficult. And um. 24 hours. Yes. And then we were going to go pick her up and we were like, you know, what's going to happen? Is she going to remember us? Is she going to feel trauma now that she's been two weeks at our house? She spent six days. She was only with her foster dad for six days before we got her. Mm -hmm. So like that's really not enough time for her to acclimate to being a dog whatsoever, nor to him or whatever. And then we only had her for two weeks and then she went back to her foster home for one week. So, I mean, it's kind of a mind fuck, right? Like, she doesn't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. And we were nervous. You and when know, I brought her to the foster... She was crying, She right? was really... Before vacation, she yeah. was throwing a fit, yeah. Because I, I, we, had, we had driven her before, mm-hmm. and I never heard that sort of, like, cry. I think yeah. she thought she was going back. Right. And that's, you know, every night when we put her in her crate, she's really good about going in, but sometimes she doesn't want to come out. And it's like, I think she has, she likes the crate. It makes her feel safe. But I think there's a part of her, obviously, that's like, well, maybe if I go in here or if I go in the car, it means I'm never coming back. And I don't want to do that, you know? Um, I think she just has, you know, a lot of complex emotions happening sometimes. Yeah, for sure. About what's happening. And we were like, you know, is she going to remember us? It, are we going to go back to square one with her, with, yeah. with the house and with Which the we dogs? Were, we were prepared for I that. was fully mentally yeah. prepared yeah. to just relive the first two weeks again yeah. with her. Yeah. And we go to her foster dad's house. 
it's like eight in the morning, seven in the the morning. And we go in and we see his two foster dogs and they're big horse boys. Those are his dogs. Hey. Yeah. And... We're like, okay, where where's the little girl at? I like looked in the corner of the living room where she normally sits. She wasn't there. I was like, where is she? She's outside. So we walk outside and she she jumps on Julian's like shoulders because you bent down. She jumped on your shoulders and gave you a kiss. And, and she hugged me. She put she like did this really slow like jump where she put her paws on my shoulders, which she had never done before. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm like sitting there experiencing it. I'm like, oh my God, she's hugging me. And then she kisses me, me yeah. in the face a couple times. And I was like... I was like ready to cry. Yeah. I was like, oh, I can't believe it. I know. She And then she went over and kissed you. Yeah, and she kissed me too. And I was like, not only can I like release the anxiety of her that I had of her not remembering me or right. whatever, but I got a kiss. She missed us. I know. She like was excited to see you us. You remember oh. who I am. And then she did it again a couple of days later when I came home from jujitsu. She jumped up and hugged and kissed <laughs> me. And I was like, oh, my God. I know. Her trainer came over today and she he like bent down because she's really only met Rome. Then she met my friend Rachel and Charlie they were in town. And then she met our trainer, Dustin and Carolyn, when they came over. And it's five people. So she's only met five people in yeah. her house. And she's like super nice and friendly and excited. Yeah, yeah, she's really good. And uh so Dustin bent down to meet her and she, she did the hug. I was like, oh, Julian, I don't know if we should teach her how to do this. It's yeah. a little alarming. She likes men. She a lot. likes men. Yeah. She did it to, uh, yeah. So Jenna was saying our trainer, our trainers came over today, um, uh, their husband and wife and yeah, the, hus- the husband, <laughs> she Dustin, Dustin, she like jumped up. Yeah. I think she likes, <laughs> I think she looks to a, a strong male presence. She, well, cause thrives. her foster dad is a guy and you're a guy and you know, we both, you know. She just likes calm guy energy. I think that's a girl dog thing too. Well, it depends. Know. It depends. I mean, you look at my mom's and sister's dogs. Those are females that love being around females. So yeah, <laughs> you know, you it never d- know. just depends. But um, yeah, so she's, I mean. But then, well, so we drove her home yeah, and, you know, yeah. we're like, okay, she remembered us. That's great. But now, you know, what if she, we get back into the um, house and it's, she doesn't remember that or she's still afraid and just leaving for a week. The time that she spent at her foster home was like, she made leaps and bounds. She was ready to walk in the door. She didn't hesitate when she walked in the front door. Like she stopped just running to her bed in the corner. Our dogs did a good job remembering who she was. Mm-hmm. And like, there was no big, like, oh, we got to calm this down. It was yeah. like, everything was fine. And she all of a sudden felt like a dog. Like she was acting like a dog. Yeah. You know, I could not believe that because for those first two weeks, she would just either go in her bed in the living room, Uh in her bed in the stream room or outside on the pool chair or her dog bed out there. And she would really just sort of stay there or pace a little and then lay down. But like there was no real interaction. It felt like when you were talking to her, she wasn't really responding. She wasn't really like interacting with you. Mm -hmm. It was like if you have food. Yeah. Or otherwise... It's survival only. It's exactly. not like I'm going to listen to your talk, yeah. And she would still get scared by noises in the kitchen or anywhere outside. She was like violently opposed to the construction going on the first couple weeks. And then all of a sudden when we got her, it was like she was being a dog, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like she could just relax. Like I think the, that week with those other big dogs it helped in her. a house, it helped a lot. Yeah. And it helped, like, these guys had a little break, and, and then when they all got reunited again, it was not nearly as bad as I was prepared for. 
I think we got really lucky in that. Yeah, well, you know, it was tough because the first two weeks, um, they were probably the hardest two weeks ever. Yeah. They were very hard. Uh, night and day, we were stressed. We were concerned. We were really, really putting a lot of effort and time and working on her and right. making sure she's learning things and understanding us and seeing that not everything's going to get her. Yeah, and um, she she would react erratically to things sometimes, which is hard. It, that's what makes you on edge a little bit. It's yeah, like, what's her trigger? Like, what's what her is trigger? she going to yeah. freak out and look at and hear? And what is it? Exactly. And I think, too, like a lot of people can relate to getting a, a timid rescue dog yeah. and having that be a thing. But the size discrepancy and her also being unpredictable in her reactions with the little dogs is what put us in like survival mode Literally, all the time. Yeah. Because you can't take your eyes away you don't know what's going to happen yeah any little and, sound you're like okay what who's you know right she starts running and then one of them starts running and then she yeah it's yeah. like it it gets really scary and zero to 100 yeah. really fast yeah and so like the first two weeks we were just in the thick of that where it was like fight or flight for two weeks well because they she had growled at a couple of them and well, that's fine they're dogs but like we don't know what that escalates into yeah, but now we're like we're getting to know her yeah. and her reactions and it feels so much more comfortable like yeah. i don't think anything bad is going to happen in our current situation Not gonna would. and and like you go from like a, an experience like that where you take in a rescue dog and you can do all the preparing you want, but at the end of the day, that dog is that dog mm -hmm. and it's a unique situation it's come from and they might have weird little triggers or things that you have yeah, to deal with and discover as they come. Right. And so like, you know, going from that initial period where we were just trying so hard to like love her. And I got to be honest, like the first week that we had her. She did not feel like my dog. Right. She didn't at all. And I was giving her love and I was so excited to have her. She was a big dog. It was exciting. But at no point did I feel like I love this dog and yeah. she's my dog. That took a little bit of time right. because I was looking after her. I was her care caretaker. We were her caretakers. But you I don't have a bond. There's no bond. Yeah. And so coming home. I feel like we were just kind of flooded with the fruits of our labor, yeah, which so we, we hadn't seen yet. Yeah. And that was really special. Yeah. And it made both of us feel like not only like amazing, right? Like this is this big dog that we've been hugging and kissing and getting nothing back for so long, but it just felt like, okay, we're doing things right. Mm -hmm. She understands that we're here for her. She trusts us. She appreciates us. And now we can start working on just like being a dog now. Right. And it was the first time, though, that we came home from out of town and our three little ones are there and we're so excited and we're having our, like, you know, moment of being reunited. And I, we both felt fucking incomplete. I was like, usually this is when I'm like, oh, my God, we're home. Relax, yeah. I missed you guys. Like, I feel so good now. And I didn't get that feeling until we got Bunny. Yep. So, like even though in your mind it's like the bond is, is missing and it does still sometimes feel like I'm just taking care of you and we're not like in this like loving bonding relationship. It, it There was a hole in your heart that's like, there's somebody missing until tomorrow until we pick her up in the morning. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean. But now she very much feels like our dog. She does. Every, every day there's little improvements, but for the most part, like, you know, it sucked when like her only presence in our house was, like you said, pacing from one end to another to her bed, to her water, yeah. to outside. Now she'll just walk around. She'll just go and sniff some things. And she's Although getting we are still dealing with the yayas. 
We try our best, men, to get her tired during oh, the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She will molest that girl will molasses her ass on a walk. We'll go for a walk, not even that long, and all of a sudden she starts fucking dragging ass, and I'm like, "Let's go, let's go, buddy." She Come gets on. so slow on the walk. Yeah, she, she's just lazy. Yeah. And then at like 10 p.m., not even 10, like eight, and then 10, and get then out of her 11. bed in the stream room because we're trying to get her used to the routine. And some days she still is doing a little bit of the "I'm not ready to get out of my crate. I'm tired. I'm lazy." And we'll have to coax her out with food to try and get her going to get some of her energy yeah. out during the day. And mm-hmm. Julian will run with her and I'll play with a toy in the backyard, which, by the way, she has out, at least outside. And we did it really diligently and carefully with the resource guarding with the toy. Yeah. I can now play with a toy with her outside in the yard. Yep. And she is so good about it. And she's no she longer resource her. guarding. She's not resource guarding. She uh, she loves... We don't know about with the other dogs yet. We haven't tried that. But with person and in the house, in her bed, she can have a toy if the other dogs aren't near her and yeah. in the yard. She well, I think in general, like having a big dog and little dogs, I don't think it's a common thing for someone to want to play with one toy with multiple size dogs. I, yeah, so that ridiculous. doesn't need to be a goal for us. Absolutely that's, not. That's insane. But she... Like you said, she's playing with a toy outside. She like throws it up to herself and catches it and <laughs> runs around like she's so derpy. It's hilarious. But I'm um, trying to get her tired, right? Yeah. And then at 10 p.m., she gets out of her bench, starts barking at us. Yeah, she's she. <laughs> we don't she, speak the same language yet. Sometimes we don't know if it's a I'm thirsty bark, if it's a more, I need to go outside. So we try a little bit of everything, yeah. right? We try and discover yeah. what it is. It's usually I want Julian to run in the yard so I can chase him. Yeah. But you're streaming or you're busy. We're trying to get her into the idea that like you got to get all your yayas out by, you know, 7 p.m. You got a nice chunk of the day where the door is open. We're here. We go for a nice long walk. You can play. We're here to play with you. But there is no 10 p.m. yaya time. Do not. And if we're eating at the kitchen table, she's pretty good. She'll come up, you know, she's a dog that doesn't understand the word no. So she wants to smell your food and you say, no, this is my food, not for you, you know, and she'll sort of back off. But if we eat in the game room, (laughs) she throws a fucking tantrum, a whole ass tantrum. She'll bark. She gets really frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> she starts doing this thing where she goes like this. Yeah. Well, she does the little like, she gets down, she's like, and, we'll and then go, she jumps up and we'll go, no, don't do it. Don't you don't, don't do, do it. it. Don't and then you she's do like, oh. and then she, <laughs> but it's like we, Sorry, baby. it's, it turns into this funny, like we're actually learning, you know, when she throws her little tantrums, if we ignore her, it does the best. Cause she does, she's not getting any reaction. She's like, right. all right, I might as well go back to my bed. But it's but so it loud. Is, there, there, there gets to be a pretty funny back and forth where she's like, and I'm like no, no. and she's like Rah. and I'm like no and she's like <laughs> she just doesn't get it she doesn't know what I'm saying yeah. so she just thinks I'm like barking back at her <laughs> and it just turns out to be so funny but it's so endearing and honestly as much as it's like a little bit of a nuisance sometimes with the loud dog barks well speaking of loud she set off our house alarm because she barked so loud but yeah yeah but what my point is that it does mean she's opening up totally and being way more comfortable and yeah. happy but yeah we, we we haven't really left her for more than we've been doing the yeah. 30 minutes we're trying to work up to like an hour two hours three hours right. four hours so we've done 10 minutes then uh we did 10 minutes a couple times as like a test we went out in the front yard we pretended we weren't here you know that was that but two days ago actually wednesday video day we I went had to, to go to the beauty supply store we went to get prosthetics and so we thought this would be a good time to do a 30 minute leave right. so we left her in her crate set up the little camera and we use a kong like there was a, a youtube video that was really helpful where you mix their food with a little water and then you freeze it 
and then you cover the top with peanut butter when you're ready to give it to them. Yeah. So that the, it takes a little while for them to really do good it. helpful video. Well, the first we did it several times at home first, and yeah. you know the first time it was like she had it like five minutes, licked the peanut butter off, then she was ready, and we were trying in her downstairs crate, and she's now she's yelling, she's digging at her bed, she's like ready to get out. So then we worked up to ten, then we worked up a little bit, and then we left the house. Yeah. So Wednesday we needed to pull the trigger because we needed to leave. Obviously, yeah, I mean, you, you have to be able to leave. Your we house. have to be able to leave our house. Like in essence, like. You know, we had been faking it till we're making it, so right. to speak. Like I would go to jujitsu and come back, and then but I'm you here. might have to run somewhere and come back. But it's like but one of us here. is always here. Right. So we were like, all right, let's both do this. We'll keep the camera on. We'll give her the Kong. She and barked we'll be gone so loud minutes. she set the alarm off. ADT is calling Julian. They're like, you want us to send the cops over? Our alarm system goes off because I I didn't realize I shouldn't have armed the alarm, but I, I always do it. So I'm like, well, you know, why yeah. would I not? And so I get a call from AJ and they're like, oh, the, your alarm's off. Um, and I was like, wait a minute. Because this has happened before where our gardener had the loud um, like uh, weed whacker. And it shook the and window. It, like, it gives a certain frequency that, that the alarm system recognizes and sets it off. So I was like, do you have a sound-based alarm in that mm-hmm. room? And they were like, yes, any loud noise has been set off. And I was like, okay, don't send the cops. Like, turn, I'll disarm. <laughs> so I drove home. It was Bunny. She had set off our alarm. And we had a camera set up. So we knew she was barking. We knew she and was then barking. we heard the alarm. Yeah. Um, but... It was a little hectic, but, you know, she was good. She yeah. survived. She didn't hurt herself. She didn't go to the bathroom in her crate. Yeah, Nothing she's not bad happened. She was freaking out, but no, she, she is was, barking. She was a little nervous, a little frantic, a but little it was barky. But chewing on the Kong, enjoying that. She did that for the longest she's ever done, which means we're building up in time. Yeah. And then she would lay down for a little bit. Then she would stand up and bark. Then she would lay down. Then she would chew the, to- the Kong. It was like a little rotation until she set the alarm off, and then everybody was freaking. Yeah, All but, the dogs were freaking. And out. like we wouldn't have done this on the first time ever. But if we were to hypothetically have left her for like three hours at mm-hmm. a time, all of a sudden, she is an incredible self-soother. She will bark and be scared, but at the end of the day, she knows how to soothe herself yeah, which in is situations. Like, I'm going to lay down. You yeah. Know? I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. I'm going to circle around and lay down. That's what she mm-hmm. does sometimes. That's what she did when we first got her. She would cry and cry and cry and then lay down. That was like mm-hmm. her routine. And so it was like part of her self-soothing, which is really important for her. To like know how to do, not that we're in a, giving yeah, her any like sort of destru- environment. It's not a destructive self No, it's a very it's like, like okay. healthy version of it. Right. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of like the update of where we are with her now. Yeah. She's been left alone for 30 minutes in her crate. We literally- we still can't really leave the house. We left so. the house. We drove <laughs> a bunch of miles away, like five, five-ish miles away. Like we did it. We really left her. It wasn't I like a- I had to go get some prosthetics. Yeah, but it, it felt good because it wasn't like a fake test where we could run in the front door from the front yard any moment. Yeah. It was like we really trusted her and, we, and, and it turned out well. So yeah, and she's here in the podcast room. She's- she goes up the stairs, down the time. stairs, and sometimes the, she likes to be helped up the second part of the stairs. Um, I can't believe she's sitting in here, and it's because we just went for a walk, so she's a little tired. But she's been really good about just chilling, which is why we love greyhounds. They're the laziest breed of dog. They're they, so great. These ones included. They're just so lazy. Look at this thing. Like they they deserve a walk, they appreciate a walk, but they also just want to fucking lay around. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> anyway, oh. things are going really well in the dog arena, and um, 
we've been we've been back uh, like you know live on Twitch almost all the nights. So uh, usually we have a bunny cam set up so you can actually see her live on stream. Um, and well, well, rather and watch us struggle. Rather, she, to you know, whether out. she's sleeping <laughs> peacefully or whether she's throwing a tantrum bork, or bork. whatever it is. Yeah, we have it's it's made the streams quite interesting. That's for sure. Well, it gets tricky too because if we're both obviously gaming, there's been a couple times when we're just like, oh my god, because it, it'll be like an hour. Well, she'll start barking, and we, you know, we take her outside, we do a little play, and then we come in, see if she needs water. Did you go to the bathroom? Like, here, do you want like a little treat, like something, like whatever, whatever it is you need attention. We try and exhaust all the options about what's what's causing her to get up and bark and get excited. Yeah. And then if we do all of that and she doesn't respond. And then it's like, okay, now we ignore her. But sometimes it takes her like a full hour to decide that she's going to settle. But I'm like, baby girl, we got you tired today. I know that you got enough exercise mm-hmm. today. You got all of your yayas out. This is now the time when you need to learn. You can't get you can't up play. and bark at 10 p.m. at people to go sprint outside. You know? Yeah. That's so funny, man. It is funny. Because in a lot of ways, she's she acts the same way that a puppy does. Yeah. Because yeah. she doesn't know any commands and she's excitable and, you know, she doesn't, she acts like a puppy, but she's fucking enormous. She's big. She's huge. We should weigh her. Dude, it's Get like. Get her exact weight. Well, you know, the night that we got Peach and she kept crawling into your pizza box and you're pushing her away and you're like, no. And she's she doesn't like, get it. She's here like, I go. must get to pizza. Here I go. Yeah. Here I go. Like, the more you push her away, the more she's like, I still want it. I'm going to keep going. Doing that with a, a gigantic dog, it's the same thing. Yeah. It's just she's huge and she'll bark at you the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> like a piercing loud bark so loud will it will set off your home alarm. <laughs> I had to mute the stream. Although you, you just made a thing that says bunnies barking, Yeah, we right? made like a little graphic to where I can press a button. So we don't subject you guys to having to listen mic. to her loud barking. Yeah, it'll mute my mic and it'll give you like a flashing warning <laughs> that she's barking. <laughs> But yeah, that's kind of what's what's been our life the last couple of weeks since you've seen us. But everything's really good. We had a really good vacation. It was really good to have time off. Yeah. Thank you guys for allowing us to do that. Um, we really appreciate it so much. And things with Bunny are going, you know, better than we had prepared for. Much, much better. And things um, just in general with all of them were in a good place. Yeah. So all of your... Uh, messages and uh, you know nice things that you've said have been really nice to hear so thank you and we'll keep you updated we promise you'll see her on stream um i like again i can't believe she sat here for the entire podcast just that's like true greyhound shit they just lay next to you (laughs) you know well eventually yeah yeah not if it's 10 p.m and we're live on twitch I know. Do we need to change it's, our stream schedule? It's work time. <clears throat> like base our stream schedule around when she's calm. <laughs> no, she's got to learn the routine. She'll yeah, learn it. She'll learn it. Uh, anyway, thank you guys for hanging out and listening to another episode of Gingerling Podcast. We'll be back next week uh, for more podcasts in action. Um, and we'll be uh, live on Twitch all week. So we'll see you there and see you then. Be good. Have a good one. Bye, guys. Bye.